I was looking for my soul. DJ Chauncey Dundridge gave it back to me. My name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to Talk Sex with Dick. Welcome to today's episode. The music you heard is by DJ Chauncey DM Van Hector, 53 Christopher Street, that can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your music. Thank you, boys, for allowing that to be an anthem to today's show. Well, so much has been going on. And uh, one of the things, uh, we're going to start out with what's going on in my gay world. Well, so my book, Afternoon at Bergdorf's, is in the process of I'm working with my editor and we are going to be releasing that and it's a cute little story um it's uh as I say it is Sunset Boulevard meets American Psycho so uh yeah it's a good story it's about a woman she is in her mid 90s and she has dementia and uh, there's two stories that are happening and she used to be a uh, performer and she toured all over the world and she believes that every day she is going to be performing but that is not the case and she has dementia and her caretaker uh, takes her and they go on an adventure to Bergdorf Goodman. So I'm really excited to, to do that. So I've been working with my editor and, and we've been, uh, we've been just rocking and rolling and, uh, it's a whole new process. I've never worked with a editor before. And so we've been going back and forth on the book and I'm really excited the story is flowing they said there's no real rewrites that need to happen on it and I was like thank god because I don't want to have to write anymore but um yeah and then there's also another character uh his name is Joe Tiller in the book and he uh he is a real asshole (laughs) so uh he reminds me of everything uh about our current commander in chief he was uh used if uh donald trump was uh you know if he was uh, a person that was just trying to make his way in the well he is so um he's just trying to make his way in this world and somehow he became our president we don't we don't know how that how that uh happened but um well we did people didn't go out and vote um so uh, make sure you go out and vote. But I'm excited about this book. Uh, I'm, you know, there's so much happening with it, and I'm really, 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 really excited uh, to bring it. And these two people go on a journey together, and eventually they find themselves at Bergdorf Goodman. So that's all I'm going to tell you for right now. Um. So, yeah, poor Al, you guys, he had to have six teeth removed. 
poor guy. We took him, you know, before I left and went out to L.A., I thought he was going to need some, you know, they had said that his teeth needed to be removed and we were going to do it. And then, oh, man, he was, like, throffing at the mouth. And he was, uh, yeah, so we just decided to take him. We got it done. And so... Yeah, so now he's a lot better. He's just enjoying life, and, you know, he seems like he's, uh, you know, he's, he's like 14 years old, so if you're a cat lover or even a dog lover, eventually you're going to have to go and, uh, yeah, get those teeth removed. just happens with old age, right? But uh, now he's just eating that dry food like he never did before, uh. So we had to give him uh, eight days of antibiotics, and now he is back to his full and loving self. We love you, Al. I thought he was going to Rainbow Bridge, folks, but just needed to go get that surgery. Apparently, what is the cost of the surgery is when they do the the anesthesia. So, oh, he was so cute. So we love you, Al. Aladar, you little, you little kitten, you. So, yeah. So, I am going to be performing at Freak Out. Uh, we're doing it virtually. I usually go and play piano and do like a lot of different things, but uh, I am going to be actually reading an excerpt from my book. So, I'm really excited about that. And so we're going to be, I'm going to be reading an excerpt out of that in character. So I'm going to be, it's going to be an exciting time. So uh, that's tomorrow, but this might get posted after that. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to try to get it posted tonight, but it's at 7 p.m. on the 28th or the 29th, Wednesday, the 29th. So well, I'm so excited. I need a vacation, you guys. Uh, me and my partner and the boys, Al and Bob, we are packing our bags, renting a car, and we're going to Rhode Island. Uh, going with a few friends, so we're going to go do some well watching. Somebody, my dad, the other day said, well watching you know you're gonna watch water i said no a whale like i'm gonna say real indiana a whale uh, uh, i guess does that sound yeah anywho there's certain words i can't say mal snell gal well okay so whatever so anyways so yeah i um I'm going to go be doing that. We're going to be hopefully doing some episodes. I've been a little bit busy these days, and that's why I didn't post an episode last week. And this might actually get posted next week. So we're going to pack the bags, you know, get the boys all medicated so they can sleep on the way. And we're going to be uh, listening to some Taylor Swift, which takes me to my next point, you guys. Taylor Swift's new album, Folklore. It's real good. It's not as good as Lover. I mean, maybe I just haven't let it adjust. I love her music, but it's real good. I think, like, Lover, there's a few bops. 
right? Like, and Red, there were like, you know, some good bops, but it definitely there. I wonder if she's going back to doing some country, but I will tell you, she is one smart cookie. Love that girl. It's a good album. It's not, I would say it's grown on me, but we are gonna, there's a couple things also. And I just, I'm gonna put this on my little thing. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Okay. So we're gonna have a couple things on the way to going up to Rhode Island. We're gonna be spending, um, you know, we're gonna be going to, town and we're going to be going to Martha's Vineyard and I'm really excited but on the way up there there's a couple things that I am going to be uh, doing we're going to listen to um, Michelle Obama's new podcast it's called Michelle Obama's podcast <laughs> I'm so excited apparently she's having Daddy Barack on there so we're real excited to hear them talk um but i i've already subscribed to that so if you haven't michelle obama just type in michelle obama up in your search and you will find her there so uh i'm really excited so we're gonna we're gonna listen to that um and then we're gonna listen to t swift i'm so excited taylor swift's new album folklore and just you know, roll down those windows and, you know, apparently Asa knows, my friend, if you haven't listened, we were, did an episode previously, I think it was the last one, she's been on a bunch, and she'll probably be on a few more, I think we're gonna try to do some episodes on a boat, we're gonna talk about sex on the beach, on the beach, so I'm real excited, it's gonna be a whole series called Sex by the Sea, so I'm so excited. But we are going to be listening to uh, Michelle Obama's uh, new podcast and Taylor Swift. We love you. Yes, T. Um, so, yeah. So you should go in and download that if you just want to listen. It's real nice. So Folklore is the album. I do. I do love it. So she's she's such a talent. Well, and this is part of the other part of the trip. Uh <laughs> Mary L. Trump. <laughs> I did not know she was a lesbian. So we're transitioning to the news, but we're still talking about. So I'm going to get into. So we're going to be reading Mary Trump's book excerpts from that. And the book is called Too Much and Never Enough How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man. I tell you, people this book she is spilling the tea and she is she is not uh it is a no holds bar book okay um and i'm like damn some of the stuff that she says on there and you know donald trump wanted her not to be able to release that book into the to the american public into the world and i'll tell you what we are happy it is out because I mean, she's a psychologist. She's a clinical psychologist. So I'm just going to tell you, I was walking down, you know, the other day. Where was I? I was down by the the meatpacking district, right? And you're probably familiar if you're not from New York City. We took the train and was that Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we took the train down 
and or no, I was yeah, I was seeing patients on Saturday. So sometimes I do see some some patients on Saturdays. So I was um, and then my boo came and met me and we walked down to the Flatiron. So my office is on 34th and we walked down to 14th. 14th and 10th Avenue and I was there's this little bookstore that I was uh and I, I it's just a little bookstore and let me go find oh give me a second you guys gotta get in my bag the name of this bookstore is um 192 books so cute they're on 192 10th avenue on 21st street down in the flat iron and they are not a sponsor of the show but i want to send a big thank you to them i was so i was walking down this you know the street and bookstores and this is what i don't get so you restaurants are a, a necessity um Apparently bars are, you know, bars, not bars, but liquor stores are a necessity. But bookstores were later in the opening. That's the problem. Well, that's the problem with the world, right? We need we need people to read and not just skim. Um, but I was walking down and I was like, oh, there's a bookstore. So I, wa- sorry, I got hot on that mic. So I walked in and I was like, I wonder if they have the new Mary Trump book. So I went and their door, I don't even think they were open. They might've been open, might've been closed, but I like popped my head in there and uh, I said, uh, I said, do you have that book where M- Mary Trump is spilling the tea? And the guy goes, yes. And he goes and gets that. And so I bought a copy. It was, re- I think it was like a $26. And I gave him, I gave him two 20s. And I said, keep the change. Times are hard. So yeah, this book is, this, this is a good book. So I just want to tell you, folks, you need to pick this one up. So Anyway, so that's part of what's going on in the news. Um, so uh, the advocate, they were just apparently, and I haven't, I'm like, you know, taking this in by, I mean, it's real short, you guys, but uh, Mary Trump is a lesbian, apparently. And, uh, you know, uh, she... Uh, you know, she's gay. So, welcome to the club, Mary. We love ya. So, yeah. So, uh, you guys need to pick that up. So, and I'm going to post a link to the, the advocate article, but she is amazing. So, uh, we love her so pick that up i'm not she's not a sponsor but i am a fan so yeah okay so um what's going on in the news that was kind of like the what's going on in the news but uh so metro weekly uh, posted this article because they always go into just like do a search on what's going on in the world. And uh, Alex Duran, he's 38, 
he was accepted for a three into a three-year nursing program at Union University, which is a private, which means Christian, right? Um, s- university at in Jackson, Tennessee, and apparently, uh, the university. Union University rescinded the nursing student's admission because he's gauged because he's gay he's he's gay and engaged to be married to a man well 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 you know uh, if you're getting federal tax dollars this is kind of the thing right So if you're, I used to work in higher education. So if you're getting federal tax, and apparently he had signed their, like, and they're my friends. So let me tell you a little story. So a bunch of my friends, when I lived in little Kokomo, went to Indiana Wesleyan in Marion, Indiana, and they had to sign this document that said, like, they couldn't drink, they couldn't, like, maybe smoke but they couldn't dance they couldn't dance but anyways um this guy apparently they rescinded his uh his application scholarship because he is gay and i'll tell you what so in these schools they are getting probably federal funding which is financial aid right and The reason people apply for scholarships is because they don't want to take on student loan debt. Um, Maybe the, you know, and and they have the right to do that, but maybe the federal government needs to step in and take away their ability to provide financial aid. Anyways, Alex, we wish you the best. Reach out, let us know if there's a GoFundMe somewhere where we can send you some some dinero, some coins so that you can, you know, because you had a scholarship and they, and I'm glad this is being brought to the light. Brought to the light. Anyways. So, um, the next thing in the news is that by an article in Forbes, an openly gay Indian prince who is uh, Manvendra Sain uh, Gohil. I'm probably really not saying. He calls to ban LGBT conversion therapy. And he's an Indian prince. And we thank you. And as I was reading articles that started popping up in my newsfeed, you know, the APA, American Psychological Association, they have banned the practice of conversion therapy. So conversion therapy is like when if you were quitting smoking and you were putting a rubber band on your arm and every time you had a craving for a cigarette, you snap the rubber band and then all of a sudden it stopped the craving. Well, it doesn't work. It doesn't reprocess. It just makes you with a more of a red, a red mark around your arm. You've injured yourself and you're still craving a cigarette. The same thing, folks. So I want to just send him a 
clap. Thank you for standing in the gap because he's gay. Anyway, um, so that is what is happening in the news. Oh, something else I saw that was kind of funny. So, you know, Trump's wall, it's come tumbling down. And I posted this thing on Facebook that said the Lord moves in mysterious ways. Apparently, when the tornado came through, or the hurricane, tornado, hurricane came through, it took down that parts of that wall. We can't let racism stand in our country because that's what that wall represents is racist policies. So, yes, we need to take it down. But I also saw it was moving towards, I wonder if it falls on Mexico. Is that a United States violation? Hmm. That's good. Not a lawyer, but if I was, I was just, I mean, if the wall falls on Mexico and it killed somebody, could it be seen as, well, that would be an act of God. I don't know. Let's just hope it all gets pushed down, right? That's what we're hoping and praying for. So, um, yes. So, I got a message from a gentleman who wrote me. And he wrote um, about his penis being curved. And one of the questions he says is, is this normal? Should I be scared? Um you know, they hadn't had apparently sex. Um, and he's asking if it's normal. And one of the things is, is that uh, it's called Peroni's disease, right? Where the penis is curved, right? Um, and, you know, so I was like, have you seen a doctor? They were like, do you think a doctor can fix it? I'm like, have you seen a doctor? What do I do? Have you seen a doctor? And we were going back and forth. And the key is, is you need to go see a doctor, right? Sex therapist, we help with the mental and psychological issues around sex. And we can make some recommendations, like go see a doctor, right? To make sure everything's working. But I did read, and again, WebMD is not, it is not like the best of the best, but on there it says one of the risk is penal cancer, right? I don't know. But apparently the statistic is, is that it impacts one in every 10 men. So if you are a man to know that, you know, to have a curved penis, you know, there is some people with two penises. I did read a book about a guy who had two wieners. Interesting. But anyways, the penis is curved, right? You have to go see a doctor. And if they say, well, there's nothing wrong, 
you know, there is apparently ways that you can treat this through medication and surgery, but if there's not, if, if it is, well, I don't want to say if it isn't broke, don't fix it, but, you know, I think this is, you know, what, what does this mean for you? You know, this is not, this is about accepting who we are and to understand that each person is, is special. So we should embrace and celebrate people for being special. And I said, celebrate you, celebrate your penis. So I'm totally excited for you that you can say like, I'm not like everybody else. And we don't use the word natural. I mean, normal. What is natural? Well, who you are is natural. So I'm just going to encourage you to one, as I said, go see a doctor. That's the only way that you are going to get some peace of mind. And if they say it's fine, it's fine. But the thing is, is maybe just to celebrate who we are. You know, I posted this uh, this thing that, um, you know, I've been posting on my Instagram. Sorry, I've been a little bit out of it. Um, but I posted on my Instagram one of the things I said, boys Rarely is it about the size of the cactus. And there's a cactus there. And you know why? It's a picture of a little cactus. And it's the word of the day. Rarely is it the size. Rarely is it the curve. Rarely is it size does not matter. Right? I think there's this thing about guys having this perception that if they stick it in, you know, but I've also heard that people that have curved penises experience, there's a different pleasure that is experienced. I would love to have somebody on my show that has a curved penis. If you or someone you know has a curved penis, have them come on the show. I would, and it's called Peroni's disease, not like Peroni the beer, Pyrony, right? If you have, and let's not call it a disease, it's a condition that makes you you. If you know somebody, feel free to to be on the show. I would love to talk about your experience. So for this person who wrote me, on the good old Instagram. Thank you. I'm just going to encourage you to go see a doctor. But also, if there's nothing medical, this, maybe it is time to see a therapist. Okay? And, uh... Yeah. So, anywho. Second question. The person wrote in, and they said, I've been in a relationship with my partner for the past year and we are trying to have a baby congratulations i went to my doctor and they said everything is fine i don't understand 
why I'm not able to get pregnant. And everyone around me is. Hmm. Well, let's not compare ourselves. It is not a race, folks, to get to the finish line, right? We're not, we're not trying to make it to the finish line to have a baby. What, I want to ask what's happening in your life. What's happening in your life? I think it's important that we ask ourselves, what are the things that are happening? Because I'll tell, I'm going to tell, I'm going to answer this, this story with the, with the, with the story, with the answer this question with the story and then leave it with an answer. So I knew someone who was, and this is so common, somebody who was trying to get pregnant, they were trying to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant, and guess what? They were not getting pregnant. And then they went on, uh, they did IVF, and they spent tens of thousands, because apparently every time you go to 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 try it out it's like ten thousand dollars i don't know i'm so glad i don't have to deal with that but um guess what she didn't get pregnant and then lo and behold she was sitting there because she stopped trying she was able to get pregnant irony the body knows, the body wants what it wants. The body knows what it knows. So my question to you is, what's going on in your life right now? How are you feeling in your world? Is there something, something your body's trying to tell you? This is, does not sound like a medical issue. Maybe that you're putting too much pressure on yourself. It's really to step in and to say, oh, my God, what is happening with me? So that is that is what I'm how I'm going to answer it. I can't answer those questions for you. But you can answer those questions for yourself. Mm. Anywho. All right. Well, I hope that was helpful, listener. Thank you for writing in so um a person wrote and the next person they said my partner told me recently that he wants to open our relationship and i love him but i'm not sure if this is right for me i have a lot of questions and don't know where to begin he says that he respects my boundaries but I feel like if we don't open the relationship, then he will not be happy. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so there's a couple things here. And uh, I'm going to go through these questions, which um, I just wrote an article on this. It's 10 questions to ask yourself before opening your relationship. So I'm just going to go through these and I'm going to link this article. And if you are in a situation, uh, is this what we both want and agree to? That's kind of two questions, but 
answer that. Ask yourself that. Is this something we both went and I give a little dialogue how to know if this is something and the questions no, then it's probably a no. Okay. Two, will this change my relationship or how will this change my relationship? It's not if it's going to change, it's how is it going to change? So you need to ask yourself if um, there may be a thing of you guys opening it up and your partner, you don't want to stay in the relationship. Or you may say that you want to change the structure altogether. Three, how you, um, have you assessed the current health of your relationship? That's an important question. Four, what is the agreement that you're both agreeing to? That's important. Ask yourself this question. What are we both agreeing to? This isn't a yes or no. This is what are we both agreeing to? And establishing some ground rules, right? Um, you know, lots of people do monogamy, right? It's an important question. Um, so five, what? how... How is the communication in the relationship? If you're not able to communicate now, how are you going to be do, able to do that when your relationship's open? So just uh, take that, take an inventory there. Uh, what type of open relationship do you both want? I think these are all really helpful questions to know, like what kind of relationship do you guys both want? Because I think that it can be, um, you know, it's something to ask yourself. Um, the seventh is how do you both handle jealousy? I think that's important because when people start to open up their relationships, and I linked a book called The Ethical Slut. Ethical Slut is real good. Um, so go in there. That's a question to ask. And here's another question. Number eight, are you both willing to give up control? Right? That's that's something to think about. Um, and number nine, do you really trust your partner? Right? That is a question. I think that is really important because once you open the relationship, there are issues of trust that come in. And the last one, how do we, you and them, handle conflict? And so... It really is a complex thing. So the way I'm going to answer this question is to say, take that little checklist and say, yes, 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 no, no, no. It really isn't just a dry cut. Do we do this? Do we not do this? If they love you, they'll respect you, you know, and if you're not, if that's not where you're at, you need to let your heart sing. Okay. And that's, that is my advice for you. So for this listener, I'm going to ask you to visit my blog. I'm now doing a blog and a, uh, the podcast. So the blog is just some, I'm doing like questions that people come and ask me. So hopefully that was helpful. All right. So question number and this is the last one we got today, folks, because uh, I have to get ready to lecture and so many things happening. So this person wrote, writes, wrote in, they said, I really want to get plowed. 
I started a prep before the pandemic, but because of COVID, most guys I find are saying, no, I'm not sure what to do here. Well, it looks like things are getting better. Most guys are not willing to take the rest. I'm frustrated with this experience and I'm wondering if there's something I can do. Okay, so this really, really is an issue of when, when good touch, bad touch, when somebody says no, you just, we respect it, right? And the different people have different levels of comfort. And some people don't feel comfortable. Ooh, there is an ambulance going by. Mm, it's like a song of the city. I'm so excited to go to up to Rhode Island, to P-Town, to all those places, and not have to hear that. It is going on real strong. So anyways, I digress. So the pandemic's the pandemic. People do not feel comfortable possibly going out and uh, and having sex. COVID is very serious. And people are dying. So this isn't a thing. I'm glad you're on prep. Congratulations. And I, if I sound like I'm being a little bit uh, judgmental, I am not. I am just trying to be very direct and pointed. Right? And I respect everybody needs to get plowed every now and then but right now doesn't seem like uh that it may be the time right um you know i had somebody that was shaming a bunch of people for going out to fire island and they were all hell hell broke loose on them right girl and i did not i'm i'm anti-shaming we don't do shaming um we don't call people Karens. We're not, we're not, we're not promoting that. We are promoting the way that we change things is through conversation and to help people understand. So to you, listener, I would encourage you to respect other people, right? And it sounds like you, your levels of comfort are a little bit different. But I would just encourage you to really take a step back and to realize that we are in a pandemic. And, uh, you know, maybe there are some people that are okay with the idea of going out and going out and letting it rip, right? But doesn't sound like that's the case with these guys that you're meeting. Um well, there are other options. You can find do some video hanky-panky, right? Uh, there's also teledodonics, right? If you found a partner, it's, uh, you know, you can do some RV type stuff, some, or VR, not RV. You could do some RV, but VR, virtual reality. But, you know, it, it is important. So, you know, we just need to respect people's, boundaries so all right guys well that has been enough for today and i hope that everyone is staying safe out there and uh you know wear a mask you know 
Indiana, apparently, now you get a ticket and a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. And uh, people just need to wear a mask. Like, wear, like, just cover your mouth. Because Andrew knows, right? Don't put a hole in your mask. Because I've seen those things where people are wearing masks, but they're putting holes in them. That kind of defeats the purpose. Again, this is not about you. This is about everybody else. So we just need to spread love instead of COVID. So again, all right. Well, if you have a question or want to be on the show, uh, feel free to write in, uh, or, you know, uh, you know, write in or, you know, so, and I'll answer that question. Today's music is by DJ Chauncey D and Van Hector, 53 Christopher Street, right? 53 Christopher Street in New York City. It's good, you guys. So go, go, go and download that. All right. Well, um, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you have been listening to another episode of Talk Sex. I was depressed, you take me down by the state of the world.